Hey there, you're listening to the Chill Mom Boss Podcast with me, Michelle Han. Today on our Mom Boss Spotlight, we have Suhana Up, a former magazine editor who founded Maison Q when she was pregnant. I find a similarity between quite a number of mom bosses now. I mean... I mean, we are all happy in our career and it usually takes um, a major shift in our lives for us to evaluate our current circumstances and in this case, make the changes necessary to fit into a life that we all want for ourselves and family. Um, To find out what took Suhana from day one when she knew nothing, where today Maison Q is stocked in over 50 retailers and expanding rapidly overseas. Listen in. Hello, you're watching the Chill Mom Boss where we believe your mom boss goal is possible with a little bit of determination and the right strategies. Today at our Mamba Spotlight, I have Suhana with me. She is the founder and creative director of Maison Q, a homegrown kids label, specializes in reversible apparels. She was an editor at a luxury lifestyle magazine for 10 years, which she left and she left a job she loved to build something she called her own. She's also a mom of two kids, Arisa and Omar. Okay, so um, interesting. I'd like to know where did you, when did you like make the jump from having a job that you love mm-hmm. and decided this is it, I need to leave this and start something of my own? It took a really long time to make the decision mm-hmm. because uh, I was an editor for 10 years. Yeah. Like, I had a luxury lifestyle magazine. I really loved my job. The people I met, my bosses were really nice people. Mm-hmm. They gave me opportunities. So it, it was over a course of of time, like maybe I pondered a bit about a year, mm-hmm. I started doing it on the side, mm-hmm. and then after that, but it was, you know, not very active, and then one time I decided that, okay, if I wanted to do something for myself, I would have to go now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I left my job, but I was serving as a contributing editor for maybe about six months or so, and I still did, you know, part-time gigs for them, mm-hmm. but I eventually left in November, November... 2018? 2017, mm. sorry. Oh, okay. November 2017. Yeah, I will still keep in touch and all that. So, yeah, because if I were to make anything of it, it mm. would have to be uh, full-time. Right. My husband likes to say, you know, if you want to earn full-time money, you have yeah. to give it full time. That's true, yeah. yes, yes. So that's when I left. And then it was uh, during my maternity leave that mm. I started meeting retailers. Our very first retailer was Mother's Work. Oh. So we met with uh, the owner and then we explained to her, you know, the concept of the clothes and all that. And she took us in. So that was our first point of sale. Mm. And slowly after that, we grew to all the stores and then we went to department stores. And right now in Singapore, we're about 15 points of sale. Wow. Yeah, which includes the Singapore Zoo, um, uh, River Safari, and most recently, Night Safari. Mm. Oh, okay. So that's how we grew. Because if I was still in my editorial job, I don't yeah. think I could have achieved all this because I wouldn't have had the time. Yeah, the time and effort and the brain power exactly. at the end of the exactly. work day, right? Exactly. So while you're working, right? At what point when you're working that you have this idea of, oh, I, I, I need a kid's label that's 
Because of course, when I when I became a mom, yeah, my daughter was born twenty thirteen, maybe about one year down. Yeah, being being in an editorial environment, I was mm. exposed to a lot of beautiful brands. Uh, I'm not a fashion person, yeah. but I'm exposed to it. I go to events, I mm. look at it, I enjoy it, mm. I consume it, mm. and I was thinking like, how do I apply this to my kids? You know, when children come along, a lot of moms these days, we mm. like to dress the kids up, yes, and maybe perhaps mini version of ourselves, mm. or perhaps you know just you know mm. to have fun with them. Yeah. So our kids, I think they start having opinions when they're a bit older. Mm, so yes. when they're younger, you can like deck them out in what you want. You know, <laughs> yes, that's hats, true. And all, yep. and all of them. So that's when I thought, like, okay, what if I could design clothes for my daughter? Mm. So that's when we started. And that was also when the OOTD culture started to become really popular. Mm. And the twinning culture with mom and kids. Kids, yeah. yeah. And so that was, I think, about 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. around there. Mm-hmm. So that was when I decided, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's and because I feel like, because they grew up so fast, mm. how could I give more mileage to these clothes? Mm. And hence, we came upon the concept of reversible clothes, and we made it our own. Ah, yeah. interesting. But like you said, you you are not a fashion person, but you knew like where to go to to like the tailor and like how to like how do you even come up like how do you even make a clothes right? Oh, okay, okay. The, the journey. Well, it, it was a bit tricky. Well, my husband runs a, a modest wear brand together mm. with our cousin, mm. so I, I guess that kind of helped a little bit. He has his own team oh. in Indonesia, so that's when we started experimenting with. The, cuts, silhouettes, dresses, prints. And then as we grew, we used to buy stuff from suppliers. But now that we're bigger, mm. we started to design our own prints, which is something I'm really happy about. Mm. Uh, I have two designers in the mm. office, so they're, they're really very helpful. They're young, mm. the millennials, but they're really good at what they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they do prints for us, they execute what I can't. Oh. I mean, I can't. Be, I have these ideas in my head, but I don't have the talent to draw yeah. or bring something to life. Yeah. So they they're really very helpful. Mm. Yeah. So so they could bring your vision to life. Yes. Just to communicate yes. back to them. Yeah, that's the right. That's the right way to say it. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, because. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not a creative person as well, mm. so I'm always in awe of people who could design or come up with fashion brand. And and when you say you are also not a fashion person, I'm like really curious. Mm. How did you get it done? So, I guess if there's a will, there's a way, right? Yeah. You just find ways to find yeah. people. The technicalities is the part that's a bit tough. Yeah, we have grand ideas. But yeah, to executing it, I think you need the right, uh, the right team. Mm, I see, and I like the audience to like get to know you a bit more. How were you like as a little girl? Did you think when you know Suhana was a little girl? Did you think that she has always wanted to be a boss of her own? I don't think that really quite crossed my mind when oh, I was okay. a kid. I think when I was a kid, I used, I read a lot. Mm. I, used, I wanted to be an author, oh. and I wrote little stories and things like that, which explains why I became a, a journalist in yeah. the end. But. I also love creative things, and I think mm. at seventeen I interned at a teenage magazine. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that was when that. that was my first exposure actually to fashion. I used to be the stylist's assistant, so uh. I would go out and source for things, carry mm. huge bags of like clothes, and I think just that to was put together. Yes, correct, correct. Things, right? I mean, way before social media blew up, there was yeah. you know. Um, so I would go to like maybe in a day fifty stores. Oh, perhaps. Wow. I don't know how I did it though. <laughs> I used to, I remember walking around Far East. You know, Far East yeah. was really hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so many stores. It was more like stuff. together. So that was. That must have been really fun job for like a what, 16, time, 17 year old, right? Yeah, yeah. I think maybe I was about twenty, maybe. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was tiring, mm. but it was really fun, and I was really grateful for the opportunity. Mm. But the magazine doesn't exist now anymore, but it really mm. holds memories for me. Mm, mm, yeah. So that was my first exposure to 
profession. I see. Yeah. So as a kid, more writing, and then suddenly, you know. Yeah, sometimes you don't know where you end up. Where, like, you know. mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a vague idea mm-hmm. of what you want to do. Yeah. Awesome. And so you've been in business about full time, close to two years now. Twenty fifteen full time. Yeah, about two years. Wow. About two years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did you get from an online business first mm-hmm. to fifteen um, stockies now? So do you like knock on doors? Yes, and like yes. Uh, I tried one of the biggest department stores in Singapore. That was really my uh, the first line. one. You just go. Yeah, the first one we store. emailed and then we communicated. And then oh, you okay. know, uh, Michelle, for me it was a bit of a um, kind of table turn because mm-hmm. I was an editor before, and brands mm-hmm. would come and show us the stuff, <laughs> pitch to us, and then you yeah, know yeah. whether we like it or not. But you know, now it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was kind of like eating humble pie. Mm-hmm. You say, so you know, yeah. so it's like okay. Um, this is not easy. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> so you have to the way you present yourself, mm. and then you know what you say about your brand, mm. and how you communicate, how you negotiate. I like to negotiate mm. in in this in this mm. line. Yeah. So first department store, and then there was another department store that I really wanted to get into. I mm. went to the counters. Mm. I stopped all the cashiers. And oh. Then, you know, sometimes cashiers are not very friendly. <laughs> they, like wave you off. Yeah, but yeah, you, know, you just have to have a very thick skin. Oh. So I managed to get the contact and an email, but nobody replied. I asked people who were connected to the managers, also no reply. So eventually, I think we, well, one of my friends uh, from my old network helped help to pull some calls. Mm. And then, but she said, you know, I can only get you through the door, and the rest is up to you, which is yeah, true. Of course. Yeah, and that was when we started with pop ups. And then I think we did pretty okay. And then we got permanent space and it's our flagship today. Oh, cool. Mm. And was that? Taka. Oh, yeah. wow. So that, that was something I, yeah. Yeah, yeah well done. Yeah, you just yeah. have to sit outside and things All right. like that. Yeah. But then again, when we were, we went to Malaysia last year, mm. they're trying to get into this store called Happy Kido. Mm-hmm. And nobody would reply our emails and nobody would pick up for calls. So I mm. we sat outside the office. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because just wait until someone is have a yes, slot for yeah. you. I was in KL and mm. then we were like, okay, let's just go to the head office and wait. And then mm. the next day her secretary called and then we went to see her. Oh. Uh, so I guess sometimes... Perseverance. Yeah. Perseverance yeah. and knowing and, and that. Just, for me, I had to teach whatever things I knew, you know, from before. Like, oh, you know, you have to do things by appointments. Mm. Or, yeah, sometimes you just have to do it a bit unconventional. Yeah, to get the attention. Because yeah. people are busy. Yeah. And also because it's so um, concentrated. Mm. So, yeah, so many people want to get into their stores, you True. know. So how do you get around it? Yeah, yeah. correct. How to get the attention. Yeah. Like really yeah. presented in front of mm. them. And to get that opportunity, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I think that's like very <laughs> inspirational. Well, how kind it may be. <laughs> it is. like, okay, to see. I think a lot of people, they want to do something. And they're like, oh, what's the appropriate way to do something? Mm. What's the process to get into this yeah, big department store it's and sometimes say. you kind of have to like bend the rules a little bit and yeah. just sheer perseverance yeah. and just 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 go for it and yeah you you, you never know right yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta try so yeah yeah thank you yeah. so much for sharing that um so from when you first have the idea mm-hmm. to when you launch online mm-hmm. how long did it take for you to make your first sale okay um one thing good for us we never took loans or things like that everything mm. was based out of my savings yeah so i think um first of online sale we made a few sales because it wasn't full-time yet right mm. so as we progressed on uh, maybe after going on full time, I mean, we made money every month. Yeah, correct. Every month, and we were fortunate enough never to be in the negative. Yeah, yeah. But it's also money management. My husband is also my business partner. Right. So he manages things that I don't. I, I don't really 
Oh, okay. Um, not good at it, like, mm. say, like finance and mm. operations, he handles that part. Okay. Yeah, so he has my back, so mm. I mean, good job so far. That's good, yeah, that's good. It's good to have someone to take some load off you yeah. and like to, to, to look after those things that you probably not quite interested yeah. in. Or one thing I'm probably good at is like margins. I think one mm. thing that we've always looked at is that margins because sometimes yeah. people. Uh, we run an ethical business. We have a team, and we want to be fair to them. Mm. We pay them fair, yeah. you know, fair wages. Yeah. And the fabrics we use are all hundred percent cotton. So mm. there is a cost that comes to them. Of course. So from then on, we calculate the margins, and then of course, uh, people sometimes they forget that when you work with department stores or retailers, they take quite a bit of. Thirty, forty percent. Yeah, thereabouts yeah. from your retail price. So I yeah. think when you start a business, I think that's the kind of things that you really have to think about. Mm. Some people overlook that part. Correct. And then at the end of the day, when they come back and count, it's you like, know, oh my god, what, right. what they have is it really worth the doing? So that's what I I, I really learned. Mm. I really learned from the start. So I think from the get go, we mm. already had that set. Mm. So I think like turning the first dollar was maybe a year into the business. Or oh, so. okay. Yeah. Okay, and 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 you did not jump immediately. Like for, at least you still have your your full time job at that point too. Yeah, at that point. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And any um, if you were to like do this all over again, right? What would you do differently? Don't do business with your husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you just say it was good that he looked after yeah. all that. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so what happened there? But it can also be tough, you know, because yeah. you know we see each other all the time, we're in the office together, we're home together, we raise kids together. Yeah. And both of us are very strong personalities, mm. so sometimes we get into heated debates. But I know at the end of the day he has my back and he will not be like, you know, taking my money away yeah. somewhere, right? <laughs> so that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, but I think you have to set boundaries, it's difficult. Mm. So now we've banned the topic of work at home completely. Okay. Because How do you do that? It's really difficult. Yeah. Like, okay, no, 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 not, okay, not okay. okay. We yeah. get to the office. So even on weekends, for example, if we had to complete work, we will go to the office. Uh, yeah, because my kids are at home, so I think it's not good for them to also see us maybe like, we're not fighting, but you know, we're bickering about mm. work and all that. So mm. that's a rule that we apply, no, no work toy at home. I mean, it's difficult. We do sometimes, you know, <laughs> but we try not to do it so much. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, another advice is probably um, if you go into the clothes business, get your sizing right. Because mm. out there, sizing or size, different brands it's have different, different sizes. Right? Especially for kids yeah. as well. Yes, exactly. So I learned that the hard way. Mm. There was, I think, in my first year, we do, we do capsule collections. Mm. I got all the skirts too short. It was uh. quite a disaster. My was so pissed with me. And we had to do another run of skirts. So, so what do you do with the first round? The first round, uh, we had to take out the labels and move them a size Oh, up. okay. But okay, that, was, right. that was tough. That was tough, yeah. Because we, I, at the beginning, work. we didn't have much manpower, so mm. we practically did everything ourselves. Yeah, so <laughs> sizing, do your research, do your sizing, like American brands, UK brands, mm. local brands, they have different sizing, so maybe come to one that works for you. Mm. We're still coming to that. Yeah. Like, we're slowly trying to adjust that. Okay, so at least there's something that's more universal. Yeah. Yes, so of course, yeah. Sometimes yeah. people think like... And different supplier would have different yes, sizing of exactly. their own as well, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes the length and all that, so there's no yeah. standards. And maybe for women, it might be a bit better, like mm. a bit more universal, but kids, oh my god, it's all over. <laughs> yeah, so that was a, a, a tough... Someone who's looking yeah, into starting to uh, kids' fashion should yeah, look into... Because if you already, you know, commission an entire dress and yeah. the sizes are wrong then 
Yeah. It's just tough, right? quite, yeah. Yeah, then you just need to like, I don't know, like, do you move it up in terms of... No, because once people are like used to a certain size, then they expect the right size for the next Correct. collection. And then for right? kids' fashion is because, you know, kids grow so differently. Yeah. So maybe a seven-year-old might be wearing... I have a seven-year-old okay. wearing, you know, like... A five-year-old. Mm. It really depends on, on, on yeah the height and exactly yeah. and how they're. And mine always have the problem of being too short because they're tall but they're uh, skinny, so they're like and tall here and like yeah, here, yeah, it's like lots of gap. Quite a, a fair like no because it just grows so differently, yeah, so it correct. gets a bit complicated. Because some yeah. people think like okay, fashion business. Oh, we, you know we want to do pretty things, but there's also a lot of technicalities behind it that some mm. people overlook mm. like in terms of sizing, mm. fabric cost, and things like that. So you really have to take this into consideration. I would say. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, before we start the interview, you share with me you travel a lot, and that you and your husband also make a point to take time out and to yeah. travel yeah. by I'm yourself. How do you do that? <laughs> oh my god! Like I've been a parent for almost seven years now, and I've never had a one to one on one trip with my husband. Yeah, yeah. I used to joke they were serial runaway parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so how do you do yeah, that? Before, so you have before, a good support at home. Yes. Uh, I'm quite fortunate. I and my my parents always look after my kids when mm. I'm away and they adore my kids, spoil them in fact. That's the only time they have the iPad. So oh, okay. So your kids are like, yes, time. parents are away. Yeah. And then uh, I also have my my husband and siblings who always watch out for our kids. My parents-in-law, they always pop in, check on the kids. Oh, you know, so we have a good, good. I have a good helper. Mm. A good helper is very hard to find, so I'm mm. clinging on to her for dear life. Yes, <laughs> yes, a good helper, yes. Yeah. So, you know, that's my support network. I mean, it's easier said than done. Mm. Yeah. I mean, before my kids, I used to travel every every year. Mm. Maybe two weeks in a year, we'll be completely average just by ourselves. But with kids, it's admittedly less. Mm. But we still do it. But this year is an exception. We've been away for trade shows. Yeah. And, and that's... Because you're trying to grow overseas yes, and present correct. the brand to... Correct. I mean, I try to... Ex my daughter is older, so she's more emotional. Mm. So I try to explain to her that, you know, we're trying to find more, more more ways to grow the brand. I mean, I mm. can't... She understands. She gets a little bit. But being seven years old, she's very in tune with her emotions. So mm. she was, she's very upset to hear that we're going away. Mm. And even though it's just eight days to her, it's quite long. Mm. You know, so I, I understand. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes I kind of cave in and like oh, promise her like, oh, we'll go trip to Toys R Us. I mean, yeah. I know sometimes it's not a, a good thing, yeah. but we do that too. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking <laughs> at least what? something for her to yeah. look forward to yeah. when you get back. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Make her a little happy. You know, some mm. people tell me, you know, you shouldn't compensate. You should just deal with it. But you know, they're children. Yeah, they're children. Yeah. yeah. So it's okay. I mean. It's natural that they want mommy, right? It's, it would be like really sad if it's just like, okay, just go. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that they still want so you. So I always promise, like, okay, we'll go to Toys R Us. We'll mm. have waffles when we come back. I'll spend, mm. I think, they want time with, with us, right? Yeah. So that's why I also promise, like, okay, well, just you and me, no daddy, no Omar, no mm. brother, and then we'll go have sushi. She loves sushi. Oh. Yeah, so these little small dates. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I have to do what I have to do. Yeah. But I just have to explain to her, I suppose. I think mm. when my son's older, he might be the same. Mm. Maybe. Or maybe he'll be more, you know, with your stuff. Well, <laughs> like he can be daddy's boy. Yeah. And daddy would do the one-on-one -on -one date with him. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess you have to do what you have to do. Okay, yeah. yeah. And when you're in town, when you're in Singapore, what's your typical day like? Okay, in the mornings, I have breakfast with my kids. Mm. Um, sometimes I send them off to school. Mm. And then after I'll get into the office, maybe about 10.30. Sometimes early, 9.30. Uh, and then we do work, to discuss designs, prints and things like that. We're trying to work ahead of time now. Okay. We used to be always 
working on such a short time frame and just pressurizing <laughs> yeah, the whole team. So now we're trying to work a year ahead. Oh, okay, wow. Like projecting 2021 or mm. 2020, 2021. Mm. And then, you know, in the afternoon, sometimes I have I catch up with friends or industry people, mm. coffee, lunch. Because mm. now I have the freedom of time. Okay, at night, usually I try not to go out so much. Uh, this mm. is the mom life. Uh. Yeah. Because I want to go home and spend time with the kids. Correct, have bed. dinner, put them yes. to bed. Yes, mm. correct. So I try to meet people. Like my friends, I mean, they have uh, they work in the office, so you know, the one hour lunch. So I, yeah. I'll go to where they are ah. and catch up with them, you know, have a laugh and then yeah. go back. Yeah, need that, right? Kind of like yeah. take ourselves out of work, out of. Yeah. Being a mom and just be with our friends and just. I think what's great about running your own, you know, business is your flexibility of time. Yeah. And you have a good team to help you. I mean, you come in and do all the things that you need to do, and then mm. you can tap up for a bit and just do stuff your own. And mm. then, yeah come back and sometimes uh, maybe two months once I'll go to Jakarta that's where our workshop is ah. so just to check in on the team mm. on the tailors and yeah things like that and I mean, check meet my suppliers over there too. great and my life's quite I mean my daily routine is quite boring <laughs> <laughs> I think um, to a lot of moms who are either thinking of starting a business mm. or currently in a business but you know moms we, we try to take on a lot right pile yes. a lot on our place yes. and um, so what's the one advice that you would give um, mompreneurs out there in terms of like balancing um, so many things on your plate and especially with the growing a brand? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's really quite challenging because yeah. I also, you know, you think your kids, yeah. you know, kids are so important to you. Yeah. Yeah, so what I would say is... If you can share this one thing, on what would you say? What was the parting message that you would like to give our audience? Uh, maybe always have time for yourself. Mm. If you take care of yourself, then the rest will fall into place. That's true. Because I find that when you're happy and you know in a good place, everything you tend to make better decisions, and you tend to be more patient with your kids. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Like you can't pour from an empty vase. Yeah, correct. I mean, even if it's just an hour a day, mm. you know, one hour of Netflix. I think <laughs> as long as yeah. you're happy, I think the rest will follow. That's true. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being here, Zohana. Thanks for having yeah. me. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? No. No, that's it. Okay, that's Thank it. You. Thank you very much for watching. And if you like this episode, please share it with your friends. And do check out Zohana's um, fashion label. It's called Maison Q online and at 15 stoppies. And the major one would be at Once again, thank you for listening and if you've learned something from this episode, please subscribe, leave a review and share it with your friends and family. The conversation should not end here. Join me and other mompreneurs at my Facebook group Mom Bosses United and the link is facebook.com slash groups slash Academy and in the show notes. Join us there and let me know what you think. Bye-bye.